0: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, 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 this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. hand on Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Cuscoff keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts... Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls,
1: and Bill Jones. It is a beautiful Tuesday here at the Star in Frisco, Texas, the SWBC Mortgage Studio, and it's time now for some talking Cowboys. Yet again, a Tuesday tradition here this offseason, an offseason filled with question marks, waiting, and we'll see if there's any results. That's kind of the big thing that we're waiting on. So uh, plenty to talk about, though, surrounding the Cowboys and really the NFL in general. Mickey Spagnola, Heckma Harrison, and Rob Phillips. I'm Kyle Yeomans. And guys, it's the waiting game continues. It really does. Yep. It, it seems like we maybe going into today would have had some questions answered. We were really excited about it over the weekend. Maybe something was going to break. Maybe something was going to happen. And... That's not the case. Well, at least by Thursday, right? We thought we'd hear maybe
2: something that maybe they had at no, least. Yeah, that maybe they had no choice but to tag Dak. and or they may try to get a deal done with he and or Amari this week. That's still possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mick Heckma could be a couple more days before we might have to go in the weekend, watch some March Madness, and then get some answers. Then just hurry up and wait. Yeah.
3: That's um, the big question. It, but it seems like mutiny is afoot with this whole CBA. <laughs> you know, we, got to, we extended it out to Saturday. Are guys not satisfied with the deal? I, I think uh, I cut down a baby tree just having to print out the whole CBA just to read through it to see if it's a good deal. It, to me, it sounded like a good deal uh, where the players are are adamant about making changes. I, we just hadn't heard what they're dissatisfied with yet. Right,
2: Mickey's emailed Did you it. He, do he, your
4: homework
3: assignment? You emailed <laughs> it to
2: me. I found a nice story that had all the bullet points. Like I was a Cliff Notes guy in English class. So oh, that yeah. yeah, uh, saved your I life. Got. He yeah. didn't want to
3: read
4: 436 <laughs> pages. I don't understand. I think I'm good. I think I'm good on
3: that. <laughs> Give me the Cliff Notes. Did you, did you read the whole thing? <laughs> I, like I said, I cut down a baby tree just oh, to have man. it in front of me. <laughs> I, yeah. I was
4: going to print it out, and then I realized if I did front and back... It's still 220 pages. I said, nah. I'd be sitting right that. here in the middle of the table about it's that thing. It's a lot. Right. But it's, it's, on my, it's on my laptop. So, <laughs> Have you these, read through it all? Uh, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mickey. I, you, you know what I did do, though? I I got the uh, stuff that affects the former players. Absolutely. And I'm guessing those guys are sitting there going, yeah, you better pass this. Yeah, of course. The, like, the one the one thing I noticed and I was talking to Tony Casillas um, yesterday when I was just starting to read the story about it, and, and it said that for, for guys uh, that, uh, former players, that their increase in their pension payment would be $600 per year of service per month. So to me, if I, if I read it right, and my math is correct, if you played 10 years, that's $6,000 increase I was about to say that's extra, extra on top, of, top of, what of what they're already they're making. Yeah. And I looked at I looked at Casillas, and I said, N- "We're going. You're taking me on vacation." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
4: So, but here's the deal: N- none of these contracts I don't think will get done until we find out if there's a new CBA or not. Hmm. the The agents don't want to do it. The teams don't want to do it because it'll affect how contracts are structured. Uh, they'll affect how much money is in the salary cap and how much you can afford. So, you know, we make a big deal out of if there's one tag or two tags, but it also affects, uh, my guess is the 30% rule on how you factor out the base salaries because the 30% rule is only uh, in this last CBA for the final year of the CBA. So I'm assuming if there's a new one, that goes away, and Mm -hmm. now you can restructure contracts where... You basically spread out the signing bonus and you give them a low base salary this year, which would certainly help the Cowboys, and then the base salaries increase incrementally as you go go on. So I think that's as huge as uh, one tag or two tag. Well, and you also mentioned the fact of if you're an agent and you're
1: in a player and you're in a situation like you are right now, you're not... In a hurry. You're, you're waiting for this to pass. You want to see how the salary cap's going to balloon over the next couple of years. But even with that being said, are long-term deals kind of on halt even after the CBA is done because of the ballooning? Because it's not going to go from 250 million to 450 million on automatically. It's going to be overtime gradually. Are we going to see kind of like we did in the NBA a couple years ago when their salary cap started to expand? A lot of these top players, a lot of these free agents taking one, two, three-year deals. Maybe not one-year deal, but maybe a two- or three-year deal or trying to play on the tag as opposed to looking at these these long term deals, I don't think players ever want to play on the tag. You bring up a good
2: point, but I, I think that big money up front with guaranteed money in a long term deal—that's what players want. They don't mm-hmm. want that. Sec- There's no security with the tag, even though it's a nice chunk for one season. I don't. I don't see that. Uh, you make an interesting point about the short term deals, though. And I know that's been sort of the scuttlebutt around Dak. Maybe that's what's yeah. holding it up. Maybe he wants a three year deal because then. He can cash in even more when the cap spikes and he's still in his prime at what thirty years old, something like that. We'll have to see. I mean I I saw one story that proposed, hey, why don't you sign him to a ten year deal? Right. I don't see why in the world he would want to do that. Yeah, nope. that Maybe the Cowboys happen. would want it. Of I, I don't know. But um yeah, that's a possibility. I, I'm with Mick. I think it's gonna take probably until this thing gets clarified sometime after Saturday, once the voting deadline ends for the players and then we get the votes tabulated, and I I think it's going to pass. I'd be surprised if it didn't because I think the majority of the players in this league don't make the big money, and this benefits them.
3: And we talk front. and and you talk about the average salary or, or the rookie salaries being four hundred and ninety seven million. I mean, sc- excuse me, four hundred ninety seven thousand dollars, and that increase being about a yeah. dollars I may be off on that, but yeah. either way, that's really good money, and that's going to increase every year that you're in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And so, for the eighty percent that doesn't make the you know sixteen million dollars a season that's paying for your taxes. And if you are a guy that's making $16 million a year and you're voting against this, the guys that are making below that are like, wait a minute, you're making 60% more than the guys in the league. So... If the lion's share of the money is going to the guys that are not making that, then it makes sense that they outnumber the 1% or so that are making the top share, you know, top tier uh, as far as salaries are concerned. So I don't see any way that it doesn't, but I think the extension of that may be a byproduct of guys listening to those 1% plays, because I don't even see how you can even give any advice if you're making that kind of money to a guy that's making less. <laughs> yeah, you
4: got your money, right?
3: right. Don't be telling me
4: yeah,
3: I can't can. <laughs> get a $100,000 raise, sense?
0: right? Yeah,
4: that plus, sense. plus it gives two more roster spots, so for those borderline guys, it's like, okay, I got a little bit better job. Right, that makes to, sense, right? To chance to get a job, and it expands the practice squad, so mm-hmm. if I'm on the border and I don't make it, well, I got a better chance to hang on a practice squad and they made rules where uh, you can promote a guy from the practice squad uh, during the season you can promote I think uh, a couple guys and then if you want to put them back on the practice squad they don't have to clear waivers right. so, so there's a lot of benefits for those those, those lower tier players and in a this deal 17th game. Yeah, know, seventeen and,
2: and potentially an expanded playoff field. So you're talking about more checks, Sam. and that,
3: and that's another thing that I've been hearing about the seventeenth games. Guys being adamant about the seventeenth game, but but guys, doesn't it seem odd that 32 percent of the league plays seventeen games anyway? You know, you're right.
2: I, I came out of my mouth, and I'm thinking now, you're right in that players don't want. That extra toll on their body, at least a lot of them don't. So, but there's a flip side to it because you're, you know, you are making extra money that week. And yeah, with the preseason, you're playing that many games anyway.
3: But I'm talking, if you're a about the, guy. I'm talking about the playoffs. When you talk about the yeah. playoffs, I mean, you're going to play a 17th game either way. And so that's not a 17th game where you're making substantially less from a 1% guy because they hate, I mean, they want to go to the playoffs, but that game check is a lot different when you go to the playoffs. And so looking at it that way, I think that, you know, for, again, for the guys that are the minimum salary guys, the 17th game, they're not opposed to it because that's an additional game check. And even mm. the playoffs, that's like a bonus check.
1: you yep. know. Yep. Well, and that was also kind of said to be one of the the drawbacks of this CBA saying, oh, we don't want that toll, like Rob said just a moment ago. You don't want that toll on your body. You don't want that extra game going through it. The, the money's nice and the game check is nice, but even in, uh, in the midst of these conversations and these negotiations, it got leaked out that if this CBA doesn't pass, then the owners want an 18th game so it's kind of that 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 total wow. war back and forth <laughs> yeah. in terms of what's who's going to give where in, in trying to get this thing passed through the reason we're talking about this the voting moved to saturday 11:59 p.m eastern time is the deadline to vote on the cba and then monday at 11 59 59 a.m eastern time transition, franchise tag deadline is there, and then a second later legal tampering period begins is, is kind of how it, end, or it ends up going. So it's going to be a busy these, Monday. All these things getting pushed back, and that's what I'm kind of trying to get to here is what is this timeline going to be like? It's so scrunched together. Is it possible to get a deal done with either Dak or Amari Cooper or even, I don't care, Byron Jones, Quinn, whoever the Cowboys are going to end up signing in this period, is it possible to get it done from midnight Sunday morning, basically to Monday before lunchtime.
4: Absolutely. You think it's it's possible? Yeah, because I'll guarantee you, there's contingency plans already out there. It's a, like plan if a, this plan happens, B. then we we'll do this. You if could have that a skeleton
2: happens. of a deal right. Right. Yeah. put together. Yeah, yeah, I
4: think so too. Yeah. I think so too. Now maybe
2: Dak. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, well, you depends
4: know. what depends what they want to do. Yeah, you know, if they're still looking for the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, then he's going to get tagged. Yeah. And then they'll keep working on it. And then they'll you know either have another tag or just one tag, depending on how the vote goes. Uh, but either way, I mean, it's not going to affect their rights with him. He, he's here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, you can get it done and you'll know what the parameters are. And you'll have a little bit better idea of maybe what the salary cap will be if it's going to increase. You can project. That it will increase if this passes, because that 17th game is going to bring in a lot more money mm-hmm. uh, for the NFL. And if they're raising the one percent, you know, one percent people go, well, it's only going to go up one percent of the revenue sharing. Well, one percent of billions of dollars—that's
3: pretty good. I'll take it. I'll right take now, a one percent right? raise yeah, that way. Yeah, absolutely. But well, the priority obviously is getting Dak Dak's deal done. Mm-hmm. And because, again, as we talked about for weeks ago, is that. All the rest of the dominoes start to fall once you get Dak's deal done, and I think it's very interesting that we haven't seen exactly what Dak is asking for. You know, it, it was it was reported that it was uh, the Cowboys offered 105.33 per, and to most of us that follow the game, that sounds pretty fair. Uh, as far as the market is concerned, but what exactly could it be? And all of these, I guess it's all hypothetical to say that, look, if the Cowboys are pushing to a corner, they're just, just going to tag him. But from a franchise standpoint, does tagging Dak bold well for the organization? Uh, versus, versus, because if the rumblings are Dak's like, I'm not going to OTAs, I'm going to hold out, mm-hmm. that's going to create an uglier situation because then by signing Amari Cooper – you may be pushed into a situation where that chemistry isn't there as you thought it was before, even though your coaches hadn't changed. And if the CBA doesn't pass and you have a tag and you tag Amari, then there's another, there's another team that may have an opportunity to offer Amari as well.
4: So that's why you heard all the cheering from the coaching department this morning when they found out they got an extra uh, preseason game. Because now you can go to training camp a week early, mm-hmm. Get so you got start. more practices, more games for a new coaching staff that's going to have probably at least forty percent turnover on a roster from last year, and your staff's new too, and, and your, your staff hasn't new. all worked together. So either. there was screaming going on. They were happy. They were happy about it. Did you actually we hear got it? five or preseason
2: yeah. games, right? Not wow. to mention you're starting your program off-season program, I believe, April sixth. So a little bit earlier than other teams, too. I think one week earlier as well that you can start doing it. Right. So that gives you a head start, too. I, you bring up a great point heck, about Dak. I mean, I, I, you don't want him missing the program. And I guess that's on the table for him if there's not a deal by then. But I just have a hard time believing this thing would drag into July yeah. and be a Des type thing from 2015. I just, I just don't, I don't see that. Now, Mick brings up the point, what does he want? What do his agents want? You know, do they want to? Is there part of them that wants to see what happens with other quarterbacks around the league? I don't know. I, we don't know that answer. You know what's going to happen. Yeah, with but Deshaun the other Watson, quarterbacks around happen? the league have
4: outperformed him.
2: Is Deshaun Watson? Well, he. I wouldn't say
1: that. I probably wouldn't either. Well, Mahomes. I'm not. Mahomes, that's the exception yeah, that's to the rule.
2: We've got to take idea. him off the table.
4: Okay. So I'm just. I'm just what, saying
2: <laughs> that's an option to. If and we them, don't if they don't know what that is, him.
4: right? Huh? No. We no, if, if that, if that, report is accurate about what they offered him, that's basically what Wentz and Goff got.
3: Yeah. But so the guaranteed is money is, is that bad. Different by three to seven million. Yeah, but
4: how many years? True, indeed. And remember, when those guys signed their contract, they had an extra year because they were still going into their
3: last and year. And that is awesome that you say that and because they layer those contracts and because then of the what extra you can, year.
4: Because what you can do is you take some of that signing bonus yes. and you put it in that year. And so if the contract's five years, you actually have six years to work right. with it. And so that made a huge difference on the guaranteed money. So we don't know if the 105 that guaranteed, is it guaranteed over five? Is it guaranteed over four? Because those guys all had, those teams on, on Goff and Wentz had outs after three years if they wanted to take a dead money hit on the cap, if they wanted to get out of it. So that's different than what his is going to be because they don't have that extra year to play with. But say say it's, say it's over four years. 105 million over four. That's like 27 million guaranteed for over those four years. That's what those guys got. They got 27 million guaranteed. So, I would think you're working off of those numbers. You're not working off a projection of what's going to happen in two years. I I, I wouldn't do that, and I wouldn't give it to them. You don't think the Cowboys would do that with yeah. the projections? I wouldn't do it. You're saying don't
1: don't give in to the future money talk yeah, because that's all the agents are going for. Because right you now.
4: don't know what it's going to be. You don't know it's you're all projection. projected. You know, and 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 the other thing, uh, when when you look at market value, right? Well, I'll guarantee you the teams aren't looking at over the cap and NFL salaries that Spot Track has and says, oh well, that's market value. <laughs> right. I got no, to know who market value is. What I can afford. Yeah. And and so. You know, if that's the stalemate, then that's the stalemate, and it's it's going to happen, uh, and we'll be talking about this in May and June.
3: There you go. There's the ugly part of that. <laughs> that's <what you> <laughs> I would like to think it's not
2: going to come to that, but I I, you never know. We've
1: I seen it here before. I feel like it would come to that, though. I feel You, you go through this entire process, you go through the, the months and really even prior to this past season, you go through all of this, it's going to come down to the, the nitty-gritty. It really is, and I think that's kind of what we're waiting on is for that that nitpicky side of these contracts to kind of work their way out. But I don't know. We'll see. It's such a waiting game, like like Mick said, to start the top of the show. It's a hurry-up-and-wait sort of thing when it comes to these contracts and then the CBA, and then also I mentioned some of the times earlier. Wednesday, 4 o'clock Eastern time, free agency begins, and then all of a sudden you've got to either – you gotta clean up the mess that was made in the the tag transition, the C B A process. You gotta figure it out. Now the Cowboys did have a couple of guys that are going to be on the roster because of some news that broke yesterday. Uh, they go up and they pick up the option on Jameez Olawale, fullback out of North Texas, and so he's back again. A guy who is tabbed as a big locker room guy, big leader in, in terms of maybe not on the field play, but they like having him around. And then they re signed Redmond. That's the big free agency. Yay, move. Rob
3: broke that.
0: Rob Phillips, our very own Rob, <laughs> broke the that. The comments news. on that one. Poor Adam
1: Redmond. You know, it's
2: good for him. He's back. He was injured last year, and everybody's just like, oh, we're saved now. Good like
4: signing.
0: Redmond, but, but he
2: wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. I, that's what makes it even that, worse. Yeah. He was an
4: exclusive rights free agent. Right? We got it so done here. Here's here's your base salary. Do you want it? Do you want to play? Because we got your rights, it's, and yeah. you either accept it or see it. It's We're, almost like a housekeeping you move financially, sit, oh, yeah. just right. to bring him back. I but mean, people a, are
2: like, "Oh, that's your priority? <laughs>
4: who's next?" You know, one year base. That's like when you're going to find out that they gave you know Blake Jarwin the second year, the second round tender for the restricted free agency. He's not going anywhere because nope. they got his rights. Now, if somebody wants to give them a big contract, then the Cowboys have to decide, do I want to match it or do you want to give me a second-round pick? So, yeah, that's no big deal. It's now, just Twitter, the, Mick. The it's club, just Twitter. <laughs> it's not a big deal. The club on <laughs> The club option on on Oluwole, you know, it's like I, I think he was at – he. if they kept him, it was going to end up being a salary cap hit of $1.7 So that that's like a no brainer when we're talking about a $200 million cap. Oh, 100% and a guy that never touched the ball last year.
3: Yeah, special teams guy. But also what you're going to be able to start to figure out is, you know, what is going to be the identity of the team based off of the free agents that they sign or they don't.
2: Yes, for sure.
3: And so some of those questions that you have are going to start to, you know, immediately start to just kind of clear out. You'll see if they bring back a guy like Covington. Right, uh, that's historically been a 3-4 guy. That'll tell you what the philosophy is going to be on defense Malik versus a Malik Collins. Okay, That's Mickey's guy that he wants to bring back, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of that to be discussed, and and it has to be on defense for me, because that's the biggest question mark for this team, is what they are going to do in free agency Mm -hmm. and in the draft with the defense, because we have 15, 16 guys that need to be resigned on that side. There
1: are other names on the roster other than Dak Prescott, Amari Cooper, Robert Quinn, Byron Jones. There's, I mean, there's 21, I guess now it's 19 other free agents, I guess, that the Cowboys are going to either have to bring back or move on from here in the coming days. But one thing we also learned over the past couple of hours is the fact that the Cowboys are going to be in the Hall of Fame game. We're going to talk about that coming up next. You're listening to Talking Cowboys. I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's
0: just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases restrictions apply find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilorusa.com Essilor see more do more want to use what the pros use how about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just ten bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word Team JB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, ten bucks free shipping. Your new apartment's big, such a great deal. Eh, uh, it's okay just okay what's not too? right above the subway well i bet you don't even notice it after the that's my neighbor angus a deal that's just okay is not okay get a great deal with america's best network come into an at&t store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for zero dollars down based on gws one score september 2019 back to talking cowboys
1: A look outside at the Tostitos Fiesta Plaza, outside the Ford Center here at the Star in Frisco, getting set up for what is the Conference USA Men's and Women's Basketball Championships across the way. There you see Jimmy Johnson up on the big screen. He's a little bit of a focal point of at least the Hall of Fame game, which we're going to talk about in a minute. But before we do that, I want to tell you about 12. 12 Cowboys way brings... High-rise luxury apartment living within steps of the Dallas Cowboys headquarters here at the Star in Frisco. Literally just a walk from what you were just looking at. Providing luxury amenities multiple floor plans, and unparalleled conveniences. 12 Cowboys Way is where elite living meets exclusive access. You can go and book your appointment at 12CowboysWay.com. So go ahead and go check out 12 Cowboys Way. Mention Jimmy Johnson, of course, being enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame up in Canton, Ohio, and a big reason why the Cowboys and Steelers will meet in the Hall of Fame game. Seventh time in organizational history that the Cowboys will be in the Hall of Fame game. They're 3-3 three and three for those of you who care about those preseason win-loss records. They are 3-3. Three and three. They've lost the first three. They've won the last three. Uh, and so they'll continue that tradition moving forward. April, or excuse me, August 6th is that game at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. So for those of you, have you both been to the Hall of Fame game prior. Yeah, yeah. I know you have. Yeah, yep. we
2: we went a couple years ago for Jerry's induction mm-hmm. and that's top 5 moment for me covering this team, just the whole week around it, his party, his celebration. And boy when when I saw Jimmy getting in, I just knew. I just knew we were going out he had there. It's, you know, it's a it's a great storyline. It's it's a, it's a man that deserves to be in um along with Jerry, laying the foundation for to me, the best football team we've seen in the, in the history of the National Football League in terms of talent and accomplishments, and it's going to be a storyline. Cowboys there,
4: Jones is there for Jimmy's induction. It's big. It Pu- is big. Public service announcement. If you've never been to the Hall of Fame inductions, you need to go. It's uh, a thing that's very attainable, very easy. Uh, Canton, Ohio is kind of in the middle of the country, so you can drive there. You can fly to Cleveland. Uh, and it's an hour. Canton's an hour away. You don't have to stay in Canton because you're probably not going to find a room. Um, you can stay in Cleveland and just you know drive back and forth and all the different uh, activities they have uh, surrounding uh, the induction. Um, and it's a, you can get a ticket. I, I've never seen the place sold out mm-hmm. because they put seats on the on the field on the floor and then the stands hold about I don't know maybe. 8,000 or something like that, but they can put a several thousand on the floor. So uh, if you've ever wanted to go and you thought about going, you ought to go because it's worth it. And it's worth going through the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a
2: really neat experience. The bus room is so cool, and I will say that, that trip we took for Jerry's induction, we were there in the line with the players. Go, they all went through it, and having a conversation with Jason Witten in the bus room as he's just... Doing like we're doing, just checking out all the bus. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool to think, okay, in five years after this guy's retires, he's going to be right there. One of these so, days, you will be. Of these, yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. like he, and he knows it too. Of and course. So, you know, that was pretty cool too. But, you know, what we mentioned in the first segment, the biggest thing I think is for. Mike McCarthy to get a head start with his team practicing prior to going out there. We don't know the schedule yet, but it's probably going to be
4: sometime around, I don't know, July 20th, mix something 20, like that. I think the 21st. It, yeah, Because you can go out, uh, arrive, and then you basically have a day in between, and then you can start practice like you get there on the 21st, you start on the 23rd. And remember, if the new CBA passes, then you got to go five days like we're back in, in minicamp. No helmets or pads, so it's even more critical because you're getting less on-field work under yeah. the new
2: CBA. because you passes. got you yeah. got
4: five days uh, without pads before you can actually put the pads on, and you got to have more days off and less contact if the new CBA. So I don't know what they're arguing about.
3: Well, Rob, you know, like you, like,
4: <laughs> you don't know that they are. You don't know that they are. Well, we've seen some of the Aaron, top players in the league. Aaron Donald is and. You know, the guys that, like I said, made their money, but the guys that are scraping to try to make a team, they probably want all the practices they can get.
3: Yeah, and you're right, Rob, when you say that fifth preseason game being very important and and getting that time and two days to get this, to to find out the identity of this team. And not only that, we're going to play the Steelers this season as well. So will it be a dress rehearsal? No. No, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's going to show their hand too much. Whoa. No. Especially with a new (laughs) coaching staff, too.
1: No. Growing that there. I'm just
3: being an eager (laughs) beaver to get this thing going already. But you're right, Mick. I'm excited about the Hall of Fame game, you know, for me and my family to get it. Opportunity to get out there and see it for the first time. When I got thirteen-year-old son, that had a birthday yesterday. I want to oh. mention that. Uh, Happy but birthday! Yeah, this going to yeah. be it's going yeah little heck. It's going to be amazing to to get the opportunity and just the game that I love so much. Uh, being able to see those guys that made the game exactly what it is. Well, yeah, it-
4: yeah, and you also like I said, all the other ceremonies that take place, like the gold jacket presentation mm. dinner. Uh, I, I'm not sure what it costs, but whatever it is, it's worth going to to see all those former uh, guys that had been inducted, the guys that are in the Hall of Fame, to show up and and um, you know create a, a welcoming line for the guy that gets his jacket. That is and then cool. Then they isn't walk it? right through it, and you see all those guys, uh, and you're close to them. So probably not going to be able to touch them, but you're <laughs> close to them. God forbid if we're still going. Don't through start this. Yeah, yeah. on it. Yep, don't yep, don't yep, let's that, We know where we're going here. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, it's it's a really it's a really uh, it's a really neat thing, and it's just neat to be at the induction and see these guys mm-hmm. and listen to them because you know what, you you can watch it on TV and you kind of half listen, but if you're there, you're dialed you, in, you, you're 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 just grabbed into the emotion. And and you're hanging you're on every word. Right in. And uh, it's really a neat thing, and it's a neat thing to see all the other people. Like, I'll guarantee you, you know, half the teams from 92, 93, yes. Jimmy, oh, yeah. those guys, yeah. those players are going to be there. They love him. They And they'll, they will show up. They show up to support uh, their teammates in, in the past, and they'll show up for this, I guarantee you.
2: Nate goes to everyone everyone that i can remember since i've been here that's involved a guy that he's mm-hmm. either played for or been around played with Nate'll be there. Well, he left sure.
4: training camp that year a little bit early so yeah. he could I think he I can not no, i think he flew back to Dallas and then drove to Canton. He likes driving. He, he
2: likes, loves he yeah, likes he driving. He,
4: he loves driving. Side note on that by the way, i forgot to mention this so it's August 6th is the game, Yes, right? yeah, correct. And but, the, the induction will be the 9th. But they have split the inductions.
2: Like, like Cliff Harris is right. going to oh. officially get in in September with the players, uh, the seniors. Yeah, the seniors. seniors. Okay. And then, yeah, I think it was the 10 seniors that got in. Mm-hmm. And then Jimmy's part of the, the players and the coaches. coaches. But I would oh, imagine juniors. the Cowboys would get
4: Cliff there for... Yeah, I would think so. Just to be a part of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. And so the game
3: is going to be... The, Saturday. The, Saturday, and the induction will be... The night. No, the games. Night, Thursday. Thursday.
4: The game's Thursday, induction Saturday. Saturday. Okay. And it's a
1: much bigger class with it being the centennial celebration yeah. of the NFL. So I I, I get the, the reasoning of splitting that up into two because there are just so many more guys. Now, in past. I
4: wonder if we'd stay. That's what I was just ah. about to say because. Because we stayed last year because it was, or last time because it was Jerry, right?
3: Right. But also Jason Garrett would, would make it a point for the team to stay for the ceremony.
4: Right. Just from the historical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike McCarthy might say, we need to get back again get back get... to work <laughs> he might he might Because a very you remember, good we we went to because jerry had his party remember on friday, friday that's where the, the induction everybody has their saturday yeah. and as soon as it was over we were on the bus heading to cleveland no we flew out of um oh, akron akron uh and we flew back that night and got home about I don't know, two, three in the morning,
1: maybe. (laughs) Ah, Bright and
4: early. Four, I don't know.
1: Bright and early. Now, with, of course, this being such a big centennial celebration, and I I believe, does this cap off the 100-year thing, or was that the Super Bowl? I don't really know Um, if the 100-year celebration's over now or what. I guess it caps it off, doesn't it? I guess it it does. Uh, Either way. But uh, with the celebration and everything, it's just also really cool, first off, to to be in – the the heartland of football really where it was born and where professional football was really uh, conceived but with all this being said I mean this is a, a Hall of Fame game has been going on since 1962 is what the Wikipedia page says is this the biggest and most polarizing matchup of teams that you've seen in the Hall of Fame game in terms of the Steelers and the Cowboys two very historic franchises. B- b- Possibly two of the best dynasties that you've seen. Of course, the rivalry going back to the early days. But it, it just also with the fact of it being Mike Tomlin and the Steelers and then a new coaching staff in the Cowboys, is this the most notable matchup that we've seen? Because I'm looking at some of these other ones, and they uh, Titans, Bills back in 2009. Who, who did the Cowboys, the Cowboys play Arizona a couple years so ago? So in 2017, they played Arizona. 2013, they played Miami. And then they played Cincinnati and the Bengals in 2010.
3: The answer to your question is yes. Yeah, I think so, right? <laughs> yeah, except for
4: the fact that they won't play anybody. <laughs> no, but just the, I think what Kyle said is the, Yeah,
3: just the, the, just the, the
2: whole combined gold jackets of it. Yeah, between right.
4: these two franchises. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. Plus if you if you look at how it's changed over the years, uh, Heckman, you'll find this interesting. The first time I went to one, uh, was when Mean Joe Green got inducted. Seriously? Ah, yes. I, uh, what year was that? I was working at the Times-Herald at the time, and they sent me there to cover the quote-unquote somewhat local guy Yeah. because he went to North Texas. He's from Temple. He's a yeah. local guy. And, yeah. uh, and I remember they, they were doing the inductions at that time on the front steps of the, of the museum. Mm-hmm. That that
1: original just the yeah, real the underneath. Small. They, they put a
4: little stage up there. Wow. And they put like seats, like folding chairs, like you would go to the VFW folding chairs, like, like a wedding yes. almost. Yeah. And I remember I didn't. I had never gone, so I I didn't realize it was outside. So I kind of like dressed for the occasion. It's ninety degrees. Yeah. Ninety percent the- <laughs> humidity. <laughs> it's hot, man. I am sweating. Yeah. And it's like. This is it. So the majority of the Steeler fans that showed up for it were up on the hilltop behind cheering just loud as can be. They didn't do it in the stadium. So it was almost like it was free. All they had to do was get there early and find a place to to crowd in and and sit or stand.
3: Hmm. That was 80, 85, 84? I
4: think it was 84. Five, I want to say. Yeah,
3: eighty-five. Eighty-five or eighty-six. Yeah, my family—they drove from from Texas all the way up to Ohio to (laughs) see that. I was, for those of you, oh wow. For those of you you who don't know, tell them the rest of the story. Why. Well, because my uncle. There you exactly. Yeah. Okay. There we <laughs> go. we gotta, we got to lay that out. You're still yeah. new
1: to the talking
3: Cowboys Okay, hey, I thought everybody knew joke. Not everybody Joker knows uncle, who you man. are, what are you talking up. about? That's yeah. <laughs> no, oh, my claim to fame, brother. Yeah. Oh, my uncle's one of the best defenders to ever play. <laughs> so, on, yeah, man. that's
1: interesting. But that that's kind of cool, looking yeah. back at it. and I mean, that's how much it's changed. And
3: everybody talks about how hot that day was. Oh, it was terrible. Unbelievable. And you wonder why the
1: salary cap is going up with the new CBAs mm-hmm. because of the money that is involved with the NFL. All the way through. From Hall of Fame to games to player contracts, it's it's continuing to skyrocket. But, yeah, I was looking at that this morning and, and kind of saw Steelers, Cowboys, and that intrigued me initially just because of the pure gold jackets that are involved, the history between the two franchises, and quite possibly one of the uh, most interesting Intriguing preseason games you could potentially it have.
3: I mean, it doesn't. You talk about a, a franchise that goes back. I mean, you, the tape reel just. I mean, is enormous with the amount of Super Bowls that they cop, kept us from winning. You know, so yeah, this is this is right on time, and I, I think that Jimmy won a, one of the Super Bowls that Jimmy won was versus the Super Bowl. Th-
2: uh, no, it was what? It was
3: Barry's year, wasn't it? Was Not, it a okay. yeah. All right. yeah, but my, yeah, but, but,
2: but yeah, it kept that tradition going and that rivalry going, and so I mean, really, those two great decades in Cowboys history. They both hate the Steelers, of you course. Know, 70s yeah. and 90s. You imagine how, yeah, man, yeah. listen,
3: family reunions are tough, guys, and I'm a diehard <laughs> Cowboy fan, so you better know it. I'm literally the black sheep. <laughs> you, think, uh, that is. you
1: think they'll put Bill Cowher and Jimmy Johnson on opposing sidelines, give them some headphones, and make it look like I they're would, out there coaching? I would love to see that. I think that'd I be would interesting. Put that. them in their gold jackets and just have a headset on yet again. I mean, of It's course, not going to happen. You, you don't think
3: so? You don't it think it would be great it? for TV and ratings, but that ain't going to happen. Yeah,
1: McCarthy would probably be like, no, 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 no.
3: This is, oh, man. this is my time.
1: I just they're got gonna, hired. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to
4: finish that game by Thursday <laughs> night, and we're going to be on a plane flyer back.
1: <laughs> Better believe it. Oh, man. What a what a fun time ahead, though, in terms of – and like Rob said earlier, man, it's it's huge for this coaching staff to be able to get an extra head start and an extra week to to really prepare and get things oriented. I wonder how many out of the percentages of games of over the course of the Hall of Fame game – that have seen new head coaches in the Hall of Fame game. I'm positive it's probably pretty
4: small. Sounds like a good homework assignment. That's a that good. Be,
1: that's a good question because I bet it's a lot.
2: Because you think a, it would be a I, lot. I just logically, I think because it's an opportunity for a team mm-hmm. or two every year to have that experience, and it's not so much the game, but the week or two prior to just
1: kind of get your feet wet wherever you're going to hold camp and start that process. Yeah, one of the processes, and and I mean, it was also. You talk about the, the kind of rumors that were around it. I mean, it was rumored that the Cowboys could have started in L.A. and opened that new stadium, could have gone to Las Vegas, maybe opened that new stadium... Looks like possible. Still possible, but it could be one or the other. It probably isn't possible. No, you're going to play
4: five. You got to still play two. Oh
2: yeah, and we we don't know yet. Mm. But the second game could be yeah, could be
3: Las Vegas. You never know. That's going to be awesome. You never. (laughs) Canton,
1: L. A., Las Vegas. Those are the three road games for the Cowboys in the preseason. I mean, you're going back to the West Coast
2: to continue training camp, Mm -hmm. and usually they play a West Coast team out there. They played what San Francisco the last couple years. Yeah, it's a it's an option, I, I guess. I don't. Jerry yeah. Jerry said on the bus the other day he'd love to open both.
4: Well, so. you got three options, right? Because you can either do the Chargers or the Rams, and then the Raiders. Oh, that's true.
1: Yeah, didn't even think about the the fact that they're sharing that stadium too. Because they used to play the game in San Diego
4: all the time. Mm-hmm. Also, remember that godforsaken drive? Yes.
1: How
3: long was that? <laughs> and you drive? guys take a train. To, used to take a train uh, to San Francisco, that. right? No,
4: to, to we took the train, train to, to San Diego. San Diego. Oh, okay, yeah,
3: it's, uh, I don't know, five hours. Oh, like that. on a train?
4: Um, yes, because the train didn't have the right away, so it had to stop and let the yeah. other Ooh. other.
3: You didn't uh, enjoy that, Mickey? And, oh, it was great. It was great. I
4: thought we were back there in baseball with Babe Ruth, you
3: know, <laughs> eight smoking, men
4: out, throwing, I, got, I, got <laughs> I got a picture of myself. I got a picture of myself, Scott and Chris, and those two guys had cigars in their mouth on, <laughs> on the train.
1: Oh, Scott and Chris, Chris running the show back in the back as well. He's probably laughing and That's grinning into right. ears. Yep. That, is that, is that, Jerry is that accurate? was
4: passing out cigars. That's <laughs> right. Oh, Dude. so it was a Jer- yeah. Jerry was passing out cigars, and as soon as you started passing out, you know my hand was out. And I had one in my <laughs> mouth, ones. but I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't smoking it. Yeah, I had the good one to you. Yeah. Oh
1: man, but Hall of Fame game August sixth, Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium, gorgeous facility by the way. The, the, since they redid the whole thing, and it's uh, really kind of a top notch facility. Buy your tickets now. Now, I believe they go on sale Friday. I think I saw that. Yeah. I think it's Friday they go on sale. So yeah, go go stock up on it. That's going to be a lot of fun. When we come back though, here on Talking Cowboys, we're going to talk through a little bit more of these off seasons. Give you a little bit of this or that. When we come
0: back here from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star.
4: Your new apartment's big. Such a
0: great deal. Eh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too... right above the subway! Well,
4: I bet you don't even notice it after the...
0: That's my neighbor, Angus! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store to find out how to get one of our popular smartphones for $0 down. Based on GWS1 score, September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye
2: can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even
0: though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys.
4: So you guys, you need to go to Jack Black because guess what? What? You will meet your new backup plan, and that is B-A-K hyphen U-P. It is introducing nighttime backup. Fight the signs of aging with the gentle plant-based alternative to retinol. And you can shop right now. And it's new, nighttime backup. Now get this. I don't know if I can pronounce this word. Come you on. got it. Bacuchoil. Nope, that's probably wrong. Bacuchoil. Mark this, Chris, for drops <laughs> later. And cannabis sativa. Seed oil. Are we allowed to say that on the air? Well, it's on this advertisement okay. right here. Sure. The backup plan. The backup plan. B-A-K. B-A-K. <laughs> and what happened to the letter C After eight weeks of clinical testing, participants saw a significant improvement of fine lines and wrinkles. All right. Go to getjackblack.com.
1: You never know what you're gonna get, man.
3: I'm Just not gonna read. touch that one at all. Can you
1: name one other product in the world that has retinol in it? What is what is?
4: Wh- That's probably what the anti-aging normal
1: is. That stuff what it has, normally but this is? is. This is, uh-huh. this it's is got a lot,
3: this a lot of other ingredients in there that could be talked about, but but retinol is the one they took out.
4: They so didn't want any of that? You guys pronounce this word: b a k u c h i o l. Mark that, Chris.
1: B a k yeah <laughs> u.
4: Bacchochol.
3: Back chol. There That's it is. That's what I said, right? There yeah, yeah. it is. I'll go yeah. for that. It An
4: Effective, work. non-irritating, plant based alternative.
3: Bacchol.
2: Speaking of training camp, you gotta get us a goodie bag for that for that trip Ooh. from Jack Black.
4: All of us. You gotta get it. Oh, you guys
2: Because I can't go five weeks without my Jack Black.
4: You need some of those little point. travel size deals, huh? Or just the big just basket. Back, whatever you whatever you now. I mean you're out right now? Yeah.
3: At least the beard lube. Beard lube. So you got to have the beard lube. Shape button.
1: Using that on, on the off and
4: season. And please yeah. keep your beard, say It looks great, I'm actually. saving my beard lube for when I have to do TV. You're uh, doing TV right now? No, but just once. The Blitz. The Blitz. Yeah.
1: I don't know when that airs, or else I would tell Sunday our listeners. Night Sunday night, so. 11 nights. o'clock, oh, locally well,
4: on CBS 11. Little Jones no, and Lindsey Draper. There you go.
1: Well, uh,. Well, good. With the and also also on the Cowboys Now app, as we were reminded yes. by Chris. Thank you, Chris. Cowboys Now is is very important. So we talked through some of the contracts earlier, and, and we've pounded to death the the Dak Amari saga, but those other two names or two of the other names that I we've kind of talked about a little bit before, but maybe not together because one's an offensive player, one's a defensive player. I want to ask you guys who is more likely to come back. This season, and let's say on a multi year deal, Robert Quinn or Randall Cobb, who is more likely to get done free agency and be back in a cowboys uniform in twenty twenty That's a tough one that's tough because i I think both will be back. I don't know what the
2: terms of the deals would be mm-hmm. but i I feel pretty you optimistic think both of them will be back, yeah, I mean, I think Cobb being his relationship with McCarthy mm-hmm. to me. I think Mike would want him back.
3: It makes sense. And it, may, it just
2: makes sense for both sides. Now, it's an opportunity. It's always
4: good to have the head coach go to bat for you, too, in negotiations. No question. No
2: question. Now, he has the option to test the market, you know, yeah. and so does Robert Quinn. Um, but I think Quinn's a guy we haven't talked enough about in terms of – and Mickey kind of hit on it last week. If they don't re-sign him, it's the same thing as Byron Jones. It's like all of a sudden this is your biggest offseason need potentially in the yeah. draft is go find an edge rusher. So um I'd put it at the same same level that I think they'll both be back.
3: Yeah. Okay, I would I would say this, you know, fifty fifty the same thing, and Quinn and and obviously Cobb making the most sense from um, a st- strategy standpoint of having um, Coach Mike McCarthy as his former coach, but also for. Robert Quinn, just the production. How do you replace the production of Robert Quinn and the whole that void that that would leave? And I don't believe that the Cowboys are in a rush to try to replace that via uh, free agency or the draft because you have it right here in-house. Yeah.
4: I so, mean, so to me, those two guys and Byron Jones are important. They're all important. But we've seemed to just Given up on Byron Jones, like he's not going to be back. Well, to me, that leaves a huge void on this team. Now, as you stated in your column last Friday, yes, on
2: DallasCowboys.com,
4: <laughs> is that where you're going? Exactly,
3: yeah. Now, I'm going to take this. And, and then I
4: and then I saw like two days later a column in a column uh, in the newspapers that said, Oh, what about Byron Jones? I said, I was ahead of you.
3: <laughs> now, to the now let's but, uh, let's let's take this from the book of Spagnola chapter eight verse 22 he's a free agent for a reason right 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 so we can't we can't sign them all but he can be signed yeah under the cap he can be but the production and everything else that the cowboys are looking at, I think that ship is already sailed they've already given him an opportunity to test the market well we don't know that yet we're about to.
4: Well, what if what if they get DAC signed and they still have two tags? Do you think that's going to happen? Which one? The DAC getting signed and they'll have two tags? I, I don't have confidence in the two no, tags. I don't no, I don't either. I don't, I don't have confidence in either one of those. Right. But I'm, I'm just saying, if, if they had the opportunity, I would tag them.
2: But if they don't have the opportunity, thank you. well, then what, you, you got
4: to f- have to see what market value is. Right,
2: and, and that's true. I don't know if that's brought up enough, and this is a different level of player. But Terrence Williams, nobody thought he'd be back a couple years ago. He tested yeah. the market. The market softened at wide receiver, and he came back. I, from everybody's reports from up in Indianapolis, probably talking to agents, you feel like Jones is going to get a pretty good offer somewhere else. Now, what you could do, I, I mean, you could you could sign all these guys if they want to come back. You could fit them under the cap, but you're going to be strapping your cap for a couple years. Mm-hmm. So would you be willing to do that? Because otherwise, it's going to come down really to Byron Jones or Amari Cooper. Who do you want to keep? Well, how Who do much, you value how
4: much am I going to have to pay Byron Jones?
3: 15 16 No. Okay. You think then he's you're going out? to get that? I, I I don't think so. Those are the reported but projections.
1: Why? Fourteen to sixteen. Because they
4: read spot track? But that's how you no, spot tracking twelve, so no. Well, the market I looked at, when I looked up those guys contracts, the only guy that signed a big contract that was uh fifteen million a year was this guy. Jermaine Johnson. <laughs> oh, and you got the, he's got the ESPN and, and article he got, and everything. He He's got props. He got released because he's costing too much against the cap.
1: Also, he only played like four games last yeah. year, too.
4: So, what what's the cap? Because these other corners that were playing, no one averaged more than thirteen million a year. So, can can I get them for thirteen? And if, like I said, if the if the 30% rule goes away, he's not going to count $13 million against the cap this year when I give him a signing bonus and a $1 million base salary.
3: But if he tests the market and he has a market that pays him 14 million, we're not, well, we're not then, going to $14 Well, then then you're
4: probably not going to go that high.
3: Here. Okay, then that's that's the point, Mickey, because but we can't have the them com- all. I, w- They're not bidding against themselves like they right, are with exactly.
4: that. Exactly. And and so is somebody else, and, and see, and here's the hard part. Now you can say, okay, well, we'll just go get a guy in free agency, Right. Well, I looked at one projection that had top 50 free agents any position. He was like 7 and Cliff Harris Cliff Harris, uh, Cliff <laughs> Harris yes, was up sir. there. Whoa. Wow. Chris, Chris Harris. <laughs> he still got it. Chris Chris Harris was like 23. And those were the only two but, corners but, in the top fifty. But it's like I said last week: if
2: you if Byron leaves, you'd have to probably cover yourself, sign a veteran. Yeah, but I'm but saying the draft
4: just, draft is the key there, right? But like, you, but that you're not guaranteed that either. You can say I want a corner in the draft, right? Well, are you guaranteed that that guy that you want is going to be there when you're you not, you're pick? You're no, nope.
1: guaranteed. C.J. Henderson is continuously going up draft boards as we speak. So.
4: All I know is top fifty. There was only two corners listed but in he, that but, particular one. But here's the other thing, though. So, so now he, I'm getting he, back and just getting a guy. But you
2: have to put a football team together. I Look understand at how many free agents you have, and yes, you could conceivably
1: sign all these. But guys. the cap's going to go up. So the cap it's goes up. how quick, up. though. That's the big thing. It's all projections. It's like what you it's talked about go, in the first. If,
4: if this CBA gets approved, it's going to go up. But it'll how, how much more, and how quickly it'll, is the it, big issue? It'll, it'll go up. It doesn't matter this year because it it'll go up the, the next year. for the guys that you're trying to year. sign, though. But I'm saying, okay, say it gets a five-year deal. It gets $20 million guarantee or $20 million signing bonus, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna hand him twenty million dollars tomorrow. Well, divide it by five, that's four million a year when you when you prorate it over the life of the contract, right? So f- he's gonna count four million and my one million dollar base salary. So he's gonna count five million dollars this year. That's not breaking the cap. Now I gotta worry about the next year and the next year and the next year, right? Because the base salaries are gonna go up significantly. But the cap's gonna go up too. If they get that 17th game.
3: Now, all things being equal and everybody not being able to see things equally, you (laughs) have to look at the fact that the production hasn't been there for Byron Jones. All right. We need a ball hawk. Can we say that? That's what we So who are you going to get? Mickey, there's a lot of guys is, out there. You Chris, just mentioned the guy. Is you just Chris Chris mentioned the guy. a guy. What, what about this guy that you're talking about right here? What
4: Chris Harris had one interception. I need last somebody,
3: year. Mickey. I need somebody. Okay, who is it? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out who that the who is.
4: The only guy <laughs> I saw that is in the top. Oh, uh, we gonna of, stay
3: the course with this guy. I love Mickey. it when it's not always just me.
4: Logan <laughs> Logan <laughs> Ryan. Logan Ryan. He's a free agent. You know, Cleveland, right? He had four interceptions. Nobody else in this big list I had that made the mo- top ten money of cornerbacks that are free had more than two. So is two and zero? One's a ball hawk and one it?
2: I think it could be both things. I, th- I think this team desperately needs more takeaways. Okay, so they, where are you going to get it? They absolutely needs more takeaways. Where are you going to get it? That's verse 24. Antoine Winfield Jr. out of Minnesota. <laughs>
4: but can you get him? Yes. Will you we can get will him? you put your put your salary on it right now? That you could God, get him at I seventeen if you really wanted to. Yeah, but, but to stretch, they're probably right? going to try and stretch it to 51. exactly. You yeah. can
2: you can go up and get a guy you want. I mean, you're not tied to your pick, you know, every round. Oh, can, I understand you can, that. You know, you can go find a guy and go get a guy, but you don't know. So then you don't know so for sure. You have to but be
4: careful that you're not reaching just to get a position. And then that rookie's going to come in and be a ball The
2: other part of what I was going to say was, I think y'all both are right. I mean, I think if you watch Byron, you go back and watch those games, he is very productive, and Mm -hmm. he he does make plays on the ball. He just doesn't get interception. That goes for everybody. But the question does beg, all right, for the amount you would pay him, what are you getting in terms of those game-changing type plays? I think the Cowboys have to answer that question. So you're
4: thinking that way. Are 31 other teams not looking at it that way? We'll find out.
2: That's Heck just said. Because we'll you're just out.
4: assuming they can't afford him. But the reason you're saying I can't afford him because of his production, well, what, those other teams see what he does. Those other teams don't have to
1: fill as many needs as the Cowboys well, do in terms of the specificities of Dak Prescott, right,
2: Mark. They still
4: have a salary cap to deal with, right? Yeah,
1: but they
2: that's, have a salary cap. But that's my argument, though. Look at this list of free agents. If they don't re sign him, they can use that money and try to spread out and get you some you get three or four of guys. depth on this roster. Okay. I mean, I think that may be. Get you some depth, but who's starting at corner? Well, that's a question to your point that has to be answered, yes. Yes. But that's also why you, they've got a front office over there that knows what they're doing. That will try to figure it out. They've and, got a short list.
3: If and it comes Mike McCarthy, that. Mike McCarthy doesn't have the luxury of time with this. He's got to get some guys to come in and play. Okay, but who's he going to get? Well, Mick, you asked that question, and I'm keep saying to you <laughs> that we're going to figure out who these guys are, and we can't just automatically assume that it's going to be Byron Jones. There's going to be players in the draft, no, players in free agency. Just, I'm we just can trade up for free guy. agency
2: guys. Who are you going to get? If it came down to Jones or Quinn, who would you re-sign?
4: If you had to choose between one because you know Amari and Dak aren't going anywhere. It would probably be Quinn because if I get a better pass rush, then whoever plays corner is going to be better. So? But can I have both? Chicken or egg? Can I have both?
3: No, Did, he, he said he, one or the other. If you have one oh. or the
4: other, what would it be? Well, I want to I want, want
3: pigeonholing this. No, you can't have both, Mickey. So, Why not? You're so so you, can. selfish, Mickey. you can't have them
4: all. You can't have it both ways. Well, let's put it this way. It, when free agency got going, and if Troy Aikman and Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin were up, would you have said, I can only have
3: one of them? No, you would have got all three. That's a whole different... <laughs> no, it's bit. the same thing. No, what it, year are we
2: talking? Because when the, the captain wasn't around for a couple of those years. Well, mm. 95,
4: 96. Mm, you might have had to choose. They didn't let any
2: of those guys go. <laughs> well, Jerry de- definitely wouldn't have let that happen. No.
4: They no. figured it out, and they sacrificed the lower end of the roster. Those guys are wearing gold jackets,
3: too. Yeah. That's a big difference. And so here's the other part about it. If you bring back all of the guys that got you to 8. I just don't see Mike McCarthy bringing the guys back on this defense that got them to 8-8. Eight and eight. Well, it's, it's the
4: same guys that got... Him to 13 and three. Basically. That was four
3: years ago. That was four <laughs> years prior, Mick. I'm talking about last. Well, one. I got it. Yeah, so you can't. <laughs> <laughs> And, and wait a minute! But I'm just asking. What color is this all shirt? Because we have to figure all, out if you're just not going to agree with I'm me asking, on anything. I'm, all I'm
4: asking is who's going to replace him? Okay, let me bridge if this together. If you give me that answer now, let me let me bridge I'm this trying. together. I'm, I'm about to I'm
1: about to do the biggest host duty I've ever had to do on this. Just talk to Cowboys. my <laughs> <laughs> microphone and,
3: off.
1: <laughs> and the reason I could do that, I could. Uh, Chris, the go way on. I'm going to do this is, Rob, you were talking about this earlier. You were talking about. Because of his value in testing the market, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier about Terrence Williams in that wide receiver position and how that specific offseason, wide receiver in the market softened so he was able to come back. You're talking about the fact that nobody out there, cornerback, defensive back-wise, is going to be able to fill the role of Byron Jones. So that market isn't going to soften. If anything, it's going to be risen because of the lack of solid defensive backs, solid corners that are out there to go back, it's going to make his value go up. You're talking about the market value. I'm not reading off a spot track. I'm not doing any of that. These teams are going to look at a guy that's the top defensive back out of the free agent class that's a very small free agent class. I mean, you, talk about, you keep asking who they're going to go get, and nobody really knows because it's such a small lack of depth in terms of this class. I think his value goes
4: up, and it makes it even tougher to be signed. I'd rather deal with the devil I know than the devil I don't.
3: It's the devil either way. You're gonna have to find your, a right. way to, that's to a good deal point, with it. Honestly, you're gonna find a way to deal with it. And and look, I'd rather you know you have a defense that gets get stops, or do you want a defense that gets sack strip fumbles? Well, that's gonna that's that's gonna be the difference. You're gonna have to change the philosophy altogether on defense. You got to have guys that get turnovers. The numbers when you look at the Cowboys defense, you say, "Well, wow, they're ninth." in defense and in, in rushing and passing all that, but those those numbers are, are misleading because we're not in the top tier as it relates to turnovers, S- those things that you need to change a ball uh, game. Absolutely and, with and, you. And Mick, but, but
4: are you going to just go out there and say, that guy gets interceptions, I'm signing him? No.
2: No. Well, I mean, but you're assuming, by and large, they do operate under the devil that I know, right? Yeah. I mean, they re-signed Lyle Collins. They re-signed Jalen Smith. They, they keep their own. We're talking about one particular case that may just not happen because of the – I mean, to a certain degree, by signing those two guys, that affects what you're doing with all these other guys. That but are they, didn't and can't, sign, they didn't sign big deals. But you can't sign everybody back. You can't sign absolutely everybody back and feel a football team together necessarily. Not every time. Zeke got a deal too, by the way. I mean, we're talking about most of the guys they retain – you can go out and replace. It, it happens every
4: year. They got $79 Robert,
2: million dollars Robert, to
4: play with. Robert Quinn wasn't here a year ago, and now we're talking about how we have to keep him, right? If, if, the, if the CBA gets approved, Dak's not going to cost $33 million this year. What's he going to cost? Whatever his signing bonus is, prorated over five years, plus a small base salary. Okay, yeah. so are you saying pay Byron whatever he commands on the open market? No, I didn't say that. I'm saying you got to find out what the market is first. Well, I, I'm not because saying the don't highest do that. Paid, Look, the fi- highest-paid cornerback, Xavier Howard. Yep. All right? Mine. Five years, $75 million. But his guarantee is $13.3 million over three years. And after three years, they could cut him. If they wanted to,
3: so take thirty-nine out million dollars. Two
4: pen, yes, right. So, and you can arrange it where he doesn't count thirteen million this year, if the if, CBA is approved. And if it if works, it's and not, if he wants to come back at a certain price, well, we don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know that. Right, big. But I'm just mark. saying they don't have a ready-made replacement for him. And the, if you're going to trust a rookie out there, I'm okay with it. Just make sure you can get him. Make sure you can get them, and then
1: also make sure you're you're sure in other areas of the defense to be sure to make maybe the load a little bit lighter on that rookie. But we've got seven days. That's it. Maybe this will figure this some of this out. It's gonna we'll be a busy have a, show next. A week. A clear picture. It's gonna be a very busy show. <laughs> Maybe we should go on Tuesday. Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Mickey's a gray shirt. This is <laughs> gonna be interesting. It's <laughs> yeah, right. a gray shirt. He's it, wearing. It's it, a
4: good shirt. But it that it gray is though. That's gonna do it. See, he
1: can't even it's agree a, on his man. It's, been a oh it's a gray shirt. It's a gray shirt. Is it charcoal? Is it retinol? I don't even know. For Roth Phillips, Heckmyer, Harrison, for Mickey's bagel, get that backup stuff. Thanks for listening slash watching Talking Cowboys.